how long are we supposed to go on this thing before we do something that demonetizes it? We aren't monetized. Oh, well, kick ass then. Black Lives Matter. Fuck racism. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck class inequality. It's about time that some shit changes. It's a fucking terrible state of affairs right now. God damn it. Hello and welcome to The Nothing Files. This is Nick. This is Bria. So, we haven't done this in a while. It's been about a month. Um, I guess, what, what what's our normal lead-in up? From fabulous... Las Sunny, Las Vegas. It's hot as shit here. I couldn't tell you the last time it wasn't 100 degrees, whether the sun was out or not. Yeah, the, you know, when you go outside at like midnight and just kind of want to relax a little bit, it's 102. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Uh, but enough about our problems. Yeah, um, we were getting in kind of a good groove with the Nothing Files. And then obviously the global pandemic uh, shut some things down. And we are sort of a content-driven channel, so we didn't know necessarily what to post about without a lot of new content no, we were kind of grasping at straws you know we had some ideas and and then shit happened and we both got jobs finally and so we've both been working and trying to come up with something to do and then you know the george floyd incident happened um and really brought about uh the inherent cultures of systemic racism in our country and we, while we have uh, a lot of opinions on that, decided that it was more important to stop talking and to listen. Um, Which, if you're Nick, is just a big deal. So Hard for me, I'll <laughs> tell you that. Uh, but yeah, there are a lot more important voices that, than ours that have been speaking their truths. And that's not to say the fact that we've decided to record again we feel that we're now on uh, that precipice of being able to speak to these things. Um, we are not. V recent events over the last uh, couple of months that I don't want to say thankfully because it's not... It's not a good thing. It's not a positive thing that so many people have lost their lives. But the change that's happening is very positive. The fact that people are behind it, the fact that finally uh, a large saying. portion of society is saying no more, um, is coming forward. We couldn't be more of an advocate for. And this isn't going to be an episode where we say, well, here's how you you know, deal with the police reform or whatever. We don't know. We're not experts We're not in that field. educated on that enough to be comfortable sharing opinions on the best way to go about doing that, you know. We are firmly Black Lives Matter. Um, we've never been a political channel, but we are firmly... If black... If this isn't political. This is human rights. Well, no, it's yeah, not okay. political. I was going to go political with it. Uh, we are firmly against Donald Trump. Okay. <laughs> uh, his cronyism and his uh, 
just degradation of our entire political system. Um, if those things aren't okay with you, go fuck yourself. Hi. Uh, Sean Hannity has a podcast. Uh, I think a lot of it, he talks about what a kick-ass uh, martial artist he is. Yeah. And how if you come on Sean Hannity's property, you're getting fucked up. Um, so yeah, maybe that's more of a thing for you. Here at The Nothing Files, um, be different. Have tattoos. Be a fucking minority. Be yourself. You know what? Even if you're just some fucking white kid that not, nothing is interesting about you, but you really want something to be, that's okay. We are patently against uh, excluding people for really anything other than being bad people. Yeah. If you're okay with racism, if you're okay with uh, sectors of society being held down for reasons that are beyond their control, then we're not necessarily cool with you, bro. Um <laughs> I'm trying to speak. Yeah, don't ever, don't ever say that again, please. Well, I've been, I've been watching some Matt Riddle. Uh, <laughs> sure you know, is. like, bro. So yeah, it's been a weird time. Uh, obviously for everyone. And, yeah, it's and been for a weird us time to be alive. Here at the channel, um, to try and create content because yeah, again, right now there are a lot better voices that you should be listening to, and I think. Not that there are any positives of this pandemic or this kind of country shutdown, but one of the nice things is it's silenced a lot of the voices that are always in our ears. Um, and we've kind of been forced to pay attention to what's going on on the national and global scale. Um, I was going to say a positive thing that's happened since the shelter in place started which like it's right now it's about midway through June. Most places are mostly open and now starting to require masks. So like we're not technically shelter in place anymore, but like fucking shelter in place. People are still dying. Anyway, um, is that like just the pandemic on a basal level? Because the president politicized it. It well, has really, like, yeah, mask wearing. It's and... really uprooted the people that I followed both like just through the internet or like knew in real life that I followed online, obviously from a distance now that we're no longer in Iowa, but uh people that I connected with online, it's really uprooting like the idiots, I guess. And then to really just put some more icing on that, like just unfollowing list uh the whole like black lives matter becoming like more of a forefront again has really just like solidified how stupid and blind people are it's like if you haven't known that things like this are happening or you're trying to pretend like they're not happening you're fucking stupid and like it is just even in like history classes when we were young, you can just look and see like this thing, these things aren't right. Like, why are we learning about this, but not that, you know? And and I understand that, but I, I, I would like to make a counter argument. You know, uh, one big thing that I've heard the Republicans push back on is, well, now you want all this police rep reform. Uh, you know, you had eight years with Obama. 
why was why weren't these things dealt with? Like basically, you had your black guy in the White House. Why didn't he fix things for black people? And I think that that is the best argument against systemic racism. You know, systemic racism is so prevalent in this fucking country that yes, we had a black president for eight years. And he was so sensitive about being mm-hmm. the first black president. He didn't want to make a major reform. Yeah, don't don't rock the boat. Yeah. Don't be the Black Panthers in the fucking White House. All of a sudden, you know, black people matter. And and say what you will uh here or there about uh Barack Obama. But I kind of I, I again I, I don't kind of I completely understand why. And uh, this is me um I guess projecting ideas potentially to him because i haven't heard him speak about this directly but i could understand if i were the first black president in this historically racist country not wanting to be like well yeah we need to reform police we need to reform uh how we deal with especially the black community in this country because you know what at the end of the day you still answer to whitey and that's completely fucked and it's always been completely fucked. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was trying to say is like, if you haven't been able to tell through just growing up and watching things happen, like even from small town Iowa, like, you know that things are wrong unless you just segment yourself so far away from society and the world in general. Like One thing we've talked about a lot is... A sort of relativism. Um, and I think that, again, I, I don't want to preach to anyone. That's not my point. But I think as a thought exercise, uh, look at the majority of people you know and really try and understand how much do they look at the world outside of their own view set. Yeah. Um. And I think that's really telling with our society. I, I We've talked about in, in being in restaurant work, <laughs> you know, you say, well, how do you not understand how this works? You know, um, something to us that is completely intrinsic in the operations of the business. But, well, why can't I have that? Well, fucking the state's out of it. They're yeah. not producing it. You know, whatever it is. Um how much time do you spend in your day thinking about something I didn't understand? Was I okay to not understand it or should I put more thought into it? Mm-hmm. And some of the most interesting conversations that Bria and I have are, why is this like this? You know, uh, it's easy to go into the grocery store and say, I'm mad they don't have bread today. And then you can make Facebook posts or Instagram posts, Twitter, whatever. I was affected like this. This is me. Okay, that's great. That's basal. Let's go beyond that. Why is this Mm -hmm. the case? You know, uh, we have been lighter on meat products in general because where we're from, a lot of the slaughterhouses have had a lot of positive tests um <laughs> are positive, positive cases, cases yeah of COVID-19 <clears throat> and they have shut down or limited production um like both of our jobs you know like we both get products from distributors and the distributors distribute things nationally 
whether there's, I'm sure there's subsects of the distribution company for like Southwest, South, Southeast, Northwest, etc. Yeah, everything's allocated to an extent. But like, even just like the Southwest sector only has a certain amount of products allocated to it. Sure, we're not going to get those if other bigger clients are getting those things, you know, and people are getting angry that. Well, and is even the producer of that product in operation right now? And if they are, do they still have their supply chain? Yeah. You know, I, I can't tell you how many people come in for a certain beer. Well, this has been out for months. Well, okay. Has it been out for months because the world's been shut down for months? Possibly. You know? Weird. Yeah. D do you have a friend in Connecticut that's getting it? Oh, you don't? They're out too? Maybe it's just not fucking a product it that's being produced right now. Currently. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that you can't get the fucking Corona Refresca <laughs> that you like so much, like your guava mangarito or whatever the fuck. Uh, but, you know, like, we've all, uh, we've all been so affected by this. Look at the people waiting in line in the heat for days trying to get unemployment. Yeah trying to just get like, the bare fucking minimum one of my coworkers and, called unemployment like over 500 times one day you know like days and days in a row like hundreds and hundreds of times like yeah and you can't get your fucking malted liquor beverage fuck you i i'm so sorry i i work in a house of liquor like if your main thing is like i'm gonna get trashed at the end of the day and forget all this shit that's my, my main thing, too. I'm not judging you on that. <laughs> but if I show up and you don't have my particular fucking whiskey or rum of choice or whatever, uh, if, if you're like, well, you know, thanks for coming to the liquor store. We have Zima and that's <laughs> it. The only thing that's being produced right now is Zima. Well, OK, I may lament. Fuck, I wish I missed the before times when I could say, like, I want this whiskey or fucking, you know, that rum or fucking I'm going to mix it up with gin tonight. We're going to have a good time. And maybe it's only fucking Zima. Well, I make a fucking choice right now. I can scream to the fucking sun and moon. Oh, my God. The shit I like drinking ain't available to drink anymore. Or I could just say, like, well, I guess I'm drinking this is Zima garbage, <laughs> but I'm evidently going to drink Zima. And that's the, the way that things fucking are right now. I, I've talked on this show before about the vastness and the ambivalence of the universe. There are two really interesting things going on right now. My entire life, I, I grew up under this shadow of a pandemic. You know, the, I always heard different people talk about, well, what if there's another big disease that comes and shuts everything down? You think, well, but in America, we got the best everything. That'll never happen. Well, it fucking happened. It's continuing to happen. It was worse yesterday than it's been, and we're pretending like it isn't happening. Yeah, it's like we forgot it happened at all. So yeah, we've lived under this uh, idea of a disease that could shut the world down. Um, but you know, in all the Hollywood movies and everything, there's a last-minute vaccine that saves everyone. Well, we're not there. We're continuing to be shut down. Um, whether we want it to be there or not, it is. But then the other thing that's really getting thrown in our faces is this continued blight of racism. And finally, we've woken up and started to say it's not okay. Mm -hmm. um, 
we're not okay with all African Americans and Mexicans are thugs. You know, the divider in chief and his narrative of fear everything that isn't a rich, affluent white man. Mm-hmm. Um, that veneer is falling down. And, you know, I don't know where we go from here. I applaud everyone that has gone out and demonstrated while staring down the barrel of a global pandemic. Yeah. Um, And the barrel of a gun. Like, literally. A lot of generations have not faced uh, the viral threat that we face right now. And have not had the courage that you do. Yeah. I applaud you. It's it's amazing to see the amount of people that have come together despite the circumstances um, to support something that should just be a basic human right. I Yeah, I, I can't say it better than that. Um, there are few things in my opinion more abhorrent than saying that just by phenotype you are lesser um less deserved everyone has their own life but systemically throughout this country not everyone has the same opportunity and what's unfortunate is More likely than not, if you grow up poor with a bad education, but you're white in America, you're probably a Republican for some reason, even (laughs) though it's against uh, your financial interest. But because evidently they got on that God and guns bandwagon, you know, uh, you'd rather vote yourself into the poorhouse than actually look after your best interest. Um, Oh, by the way, if you'd like to come at me on that, you can find me. Uh, what am I on Twitter? Am I Nothing Files? Nothing. Nothing. Sure. I'm either the Nothing Files or Nothing Files on Twitter. <laughs> on Instagram, I'm Nothing Dot Files. Come at me, bro. Um, no, really. I, I mean, I'd like to read your comments. It's funny to me. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I realize there's no civil discourse. Um, but I really want to see how deeply your head's in the sand. Um. So either you're born poor and white with little opportunity and maybe you get away with a lot more than you should, or you're born poor and a minority with little opportunity. And uh, then you may be just cleaning up garbage in or outside of your dorm and a cop may approach you with his hand on his gun and threaten the shit out of you for a while. Does that happen to a guy yesterday? Um, it's fucking gross. Yeah. The world is fucking it's gross. Disgusting. Uh, if you are trying to make the world less fucking gross, thank you. We applaud you. Now, let's take a hard right turn and say, don't take it too far. You fucks. Just today, famed YouTuber Jenna Marbles. Oh. Uh, might very well be stepping away. I don't fucking like Jenna Marbles. I don't think her weird Jersey accent white girl content is that interesting. I do. Bria loves Jenna Marbles. I do like her dogs. Um, and I only force you to watch the videos that are about the dogs. Which I like. 
Jenna and Julian seem like really fucking good people. Yeah, um, something that I appreciate because I've watched her since I was young. You know, like basically since her foray onto YouTube, which happened when YouTube first became a thing. You know, um, <clears throat> she's grown up. Like she's grown up a lot. You know, and as with a lot of people who had very public lives back when the internet was new and when things were made for shock value, you know, like she made some questionable decisions. And well, she's how do you get views? Those. You know, back then, how, how do you get people to pay attention to your channel? It's shock value. You know, or yeah. Or like really funny content, basically. And you put the two of them together and bam, 2005 or whenever YouTube first came out, like there's your YouTube on two, in 2005. Um, but yeah, she's atoned for a lot of the things that she's done and she's apologized and she's acknowledged, you know, like I made some wrong choices and so removed those videos, removed the videos. Yeah. Like years in the past, but unfortunately, you know, um, and I appreciate she put out a message like today or yesterday saying, you know, like I thought that just removing those videos was enough, but obviously it's not. And I'm sorry that that wasn't enough. I'm here to apologize. Um, but yeah, she's taking a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sabbatical. Yeah. Yeah. Like an indeterminate amount of time off of YouTube potentially forever, but you know, I, I, and I don't want to be an apologist here, but really, honestly, it, what person can say at some point in their life, they didn't do something that maybe under the filter Just shitty. of like, current times you don't feel bad about. Yeah, it's like it doesn't have to be just people. People are shitty when they're young. Most people are shitty when they're young. If you look back when you were young and you didn't do something shitty that you feel bad for. Well, you're a fucking saint. <laughs> you know, carve yourself into fucking silver martyr yourself you're the best of all of us congratulations to fucking you but you know what the majority of people make fucking mistakes they do things for selfish reasons and but like being able to look back and feel bad about those things made means that you've grown up and matured you know judge someone by the content of their current character i mean sure if it's like yeah you know i was really into the fucking nazi movement mm. for the first 20 years of my life um, that's not great, but where are you now? Yeah. You know, do you realize why that's wrong? Are you actively working against it? Fuck yeah. It's like the, um, I think it was, um, um, Fred Phelps's like his daughter or his yeah, turned away from it. Yeah. You know, like they did all that horrible shit and she was so about that, you know, like, she, like she was indoctrinated into that life, but she was also like their social media manager or something like yeah. that. And she was on Twitter and people were just so nice to her that she was like, well, maybe this lifestyle that I've grown up thinking this is the only right way to be isn't the right way to be. And yeah, she she developed and changed and learned her learned from her past mistakes and is now like a functioning member of a not. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it hate cult? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think one of the things that's very unique about the human condition is that we have an ego. Everyone has this belief that, you know, our thoughts and opinions matter and we are resolute at every point in our lives, but we don't look at 
the biology of it, how we fucking grow. You know, your brain is not the same now that it was 10, 20 years ago. You develop differently um, throughout the course of your life. It's why you see teenagers be more uh, prone to risk while older people become more risk adverse. You know, mm -hmm. your your prefrontal cortex hasn't formed until you're like 21, 22. God, am I an older person because I'm afraid to like go swimming in lakes now? Whereas when I was a teenager. No, that means you watch the news. <laughs> like you've learned things. I've learned things. But again, there's we, needles in lakes now, you know. Everyone has a continued path. And, you know, whether that's biology or exposure, you know, you are not the fucking person to speak to that. You are the person to speak to who is that person standing in front of me and what are they doing? How do I perceive that? If you perceive that as good, great. Do you have problems for their past? Speak to them about it. Yeah. And if they can come to you and say, I'm not proud of that. That's but not I how I want to present myself. Yeah. I've moved on. Um, you should accept that. And this is what gives... I, I, I don't want to lump in all conservatives because there's some good ones out there. Not a lot, but some. My point is everyone has potential and should be judged who they are. Not necessarily within that moment because there's contrition. Yeah. But who they are as a person. In recent. Within, I don't know, who the fuck knows? How, how do you say these things? Within a year of that time? Within a week of that time? You don't know what opened that person's eyes a week ago. There could have been the most devout fucking racist in the world that heard the story of Breonna Taylor and said no. Yeah. There could have been the most staunch pro-police advocate in the world that heard the story of George Floyd and said no. Now they're on your side. For X amount of years, they weren't. What well, wh where do you value them? One of my favorite memes that I've seen in the last couple days is like the dominatrix that turns her Republican doms into socialists. Yeah. Or her Republican subs into socialists. Yeah. No, that was, I, yeah, uh, I saw it's that It's good. One. Yeah. A friend of ours got tagged in that. And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. I and hope that happens. You were not the person you were five years ago. Yeah. We're, we're all, the, the point of life is not to be resolute. Life is flux. The only thing you have control over is what you expose yourself to and how you spend your energy. Right now, there is so much energy that's continually needed to make this country and the world a better place. Understanding that we are actually in a global fucking pandemic. And what it means to wear a mask, even if it means nothing to you. Understanding that social distancing might be important. And even though you're fucking bored, you shouldn't just be out there not giving a fuck. Yeah. Because it it's not about whether it affects you or not. It's about who randomly you're in contact with it could affect. It's about how we view each other, the respect that we view each other with. And this fucking idea 
that we would like to be as respected as we respect people. When we're all out there disrespecting like motherfuckers and then acting like we're fucking inconvenienced because I can't go to fucking Shakey's for an all-you-can-eat buffet. Mm. I got to wear a fucking mask. You know, you don't get that. If you're not giving levels of respect, if you're not letting minorities, people of color in your life have their fucking voice and you're not listening whether you believe in it or not, you don't get to fucking go to Lowe's not wearing a mask. If you don't understand why you can't go to Lowe's not wearing a mask, you shouldn't leave the fucking house. Shut the fuck up. Just listen. Right now, we're at a confluence of events. The world has shut down and the world is fucking bleeding. Are you going to come out of your fucking front door tomorrow and be the same jacked up piece of shit? And I don't care how fucking progressive you are. Fucking listen. We're all jacked up pieces of shit. We're all fucking imperfect. The human condition is fucking flawed. Your ego fucking lies to you. You don't know anything. I don't care who you are. You don't know anything. The universe is vast and it is ambivalent and it rotates without your dumbass for millions of fucking years. So how are you growing? Oh, well, you know, I've been reading some books at home. Fucking, I'm trying to learn a language. Great. You're trying to connect, maybe get a broader scope. Tune in. Listen. What do people have to say? If you form an opinion on it, then stop and say, why did I form that opinion? Did I just see a black friend of mine post about a bad time they had at the grocery store? And I think, oh, playing the black card again. Fucking stop. Audit fucking everything. Take the time. You've got it. Audit your thoughts. Audit your perceptions. Audit your fucking reality. And think back to when you were like five years old and, and the world meant everything to you and you had limitless potential and you said, I want to be this when I grow up. Find that place of innocence and then look at your worldview through that filter. Is that the world you wanted to grow up in? Maybe, maybe not. To a degree, we're all jaded. To a degree, we're all right. To a degree, we're all wrong. I think the more that we agree that none of us really fucking knows and we just try and accept one another and find our commonality, the better we're going to be. And it's going to be a long, hard road out of hell. But uh, stand up, believe, try. Just... Be willing to experience something you haven't experienced before. Be willing to look at a train of thought you haven't thought of before. Expose yourselves to everything. It's a huge, vast fucking world. Be a good citizen in it. So, yeah, that's the pulpit, I guess, of this episode of The Nothing Files. But, um... It would be uh, hypocritical for me to say to not have hope without us giving out some of our hope. So what paltry-ass things are we hopeful for? Um, 
There's a new Animal Crossing update next week. New Animal Crossing <laughs> update next week. Yeah, you can do diving now. Yeah. Um, there's evidently a new NPC. Yeah, his name's Pascal. Well, he's not new, but new to this game. His name's Pascal. That's pretty exciting. I'm also having an asthma attack right now, so. All right, I'll know. tag in. Um, it's great. I've been kind of excited about The Last of Us 2. I haven't bought it yet. Um, it really there were some leaks it really got shit on. I really liked the first Last of Us. I want to play the second one. I've definitely learned that like I'm old and suck at video games now. <laughs> so hopefully there's an easy setting. You're pretty good at Animal Crossing. We have that set on the hard settings. So. Well, yeah, that's true. All of our villagers keep threatening to kill us, you know. I, 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 it's rare that I go through a day without getting bit by a wasp, so I understand. Um, I, I've yet to catch a scorpion. Those Trixie sons of bitches. Uh, movies? There aren't any. Um, oh, there's lots. We just haven't watched any. Yeah, th there's the new uh, Christopher Nolan movie that's evidently so confusing. I don't think Christopher Nolan gets it. Um, we're not gonna go see that in theaters no no it's gonna be a while before we go to theaters it's gonna be a while before we do anything so really we want to keep making content for you um, and for us for all of us um, but we may need some inspiration uh, from here on in so yeah we're playing a lot of Animal Crossing um, we are playing a lot of animal crossing um <laughs> so i think on our last episode i made a, a point to be like oh yeah i have like 180 hours i'm doing so good uh, i i'm i'm breaching 400 hours this week um we're obviously still a five-star island we've done a lot of renovations uh i've started the pokemon dlc this week but like Animal Crossing is still getting way more attention. Animal Crossing's king. Then it probably should, if we're being honest. But we got the big bug event coming Saturday. Yeah, it's in like three days. You know, I'm I'm moving all of our flowers so we can best get as many bugs as possible. You know, maximum bug capture. Um, yeah, I had the last two days off. Had a whole list of shit I needed to do. Played Animal Crossing. You know, that's that's all I did. So um, if there is anything that you want to hear us speak to, I mean, I know we've, uh, Teach kind of doing music centric episodes in the past, or, uh, if, you know, we've never really done a, a strong Buffy episode standalone. Yeah. Um, we, what we should do is just, yeah, do some throwbacks. I mean, that's all we can do right now. New content's not coming out. We just need to kind of sit back and revise and, tackle yeah. some old subjects if there's anything you would like to hear from uh the nothing files please contact us all of our information is in our description uh yeah the description of the uh podcast yeah yeah like the podcast notes whatever you call them the, the down below below the video you know that doesn't exist but uh more importantly than what we have to say there are some resources uh that if you haven't become aware of uh we'd like to make you aware of now uh rather than my normal grandiose sign off um i'm just going to listen um 
If you haven't already visited the website, blacklivesmatter.card.co, card has two R's, um, is an entire, very just plain, straightforward website about ways you can help. If you haven't donated, um, if you haven't gone to demonstrate, you know, like just volunteer a little bit of your time reading, donating, signing petitions. I know I've signed more petitions than I can count at this point. You know, I, it, it takes just a couple minutes out of your day to read an article or to donate a couple bucks that you normally spend on coffee or whatever, shoot a text message to a certain hotline, what have you. So, um, there's a lot of like international, because I know we have some international listeners. There's some international, um, resources there too, for Canada, Australia, UK, um, et cetera. So, um, again, that's blacklivesmatter.carrd.co, which is CO. Um, that's much more important than anything we've probably said or done this month. So make sure you check that out. Black lives matter. They always have, and they always will make sure you're getting out there doing your part to make a change. Thanks for listening.